0: Bumblebee, Bumblebee, Bumblebee. Things are weird. So I've been taking a lot of walks during the. I never know what to call it. You know, I want to say the quarantine. Because somehow that's just, like, that's just satisfying. But then to say, like, in the shelter-in-place, grammatically, that's like nails on a chalkboard. But also it's more true. And then during the pandemic, or the global pandemic, which I also enjoy saying, but it feels so... It just seems like adding insult to injury. You know, to have to say that. So, anyway... Sometimes I just say, in this moment in time, because it doesn't need too many labels, really. Because it is just a moment in time. And uh, that's called Zen in the Art of Global Pandemic. But I've been taking walks, and the other day, let's see, this was probably like three weeks in to at this moment in time on my kind of regularish route and I passed a guy who um, is actually not just a guy but my barista boyfriend I mean, I imagine most people have, have that, right? Where, you know, whatever coffee shop you go to even semi-regularly I don't know Maybe everybody doesn't have it, but this guy, I mean, I would even, I could call him a kid, but he was a guy kid. He was my barista boyfriend. And I know that because he suggested a delicious tea to me once, and it was the exact right thing. Then I was like, oh, of course, he's very attuned to me, so he must be my barista boyfriend then. And so this just went on, you know, and like, I would not go to the coffee shop for months sometimes. And I'd come back in and he would say, oh my God, I haven't seen you in a while. How are you? And like the line would just back up behind me. And he would just like, ask me how I was calmly, just have a conversation with me about the ceramics class that he had started taking. And only then after all that discussion, would he say, do you want your regular tea? And it was like, you know, I'm not, I'm a coffee drinker, actually. I'm thinking in my head, because I'm never going to say it, because, you know, I don't want to break up with my barista boyfriend. And the tea is delicious, and I do love it. And I, I love it so much that I did purchase it, so I can have it at home. And so, anyway, it's uh, this moment in time, the quarantine, the uh, shelter in place, the global pandemic, and I'm walking a lot. And... I passed my barista boyfriend. He's riding his bike. He stops and he asks how I'm doing and he asked if I've been drinking the tea. Told me that he's usually biking on this route most of the time cuz he's also been laid off as I have from his job at the coffee shop. And so that's you know my story about this moment in time. Another thing about this moment in time is things are weird. Things are weird right now. I mean, things are always weird. Cactuses are weird. I think cactuses are kind of weird. They're cool, but they're weird. Cool. They're like chill, angry type of plants. It seems like I don't know. There's a lot of texture in a cactus. Sometimes it can be overwhelming. Things are weird all the time. I just proved it with my theory about cacti, but things are especially weird right now. And so now I have a podcast called things are weird. Yes, that's right. Whoever's been playing along at home the whole time knows that this baby girl did not have a name at first and now she does. Things are weird. I don't know what that means yet because we're just going to find out every episode what that exactly means, but I think it feels free. And So I think it's going to work out for us. Things Are Weird podcast. Hosted by Shannon Emerson. Today on this episode, which happens to be episode three, we are going to hear from Lisa Conway. I'm going to call up Lisa Conway. She's an old friend of mine. She teaches ceramics at Clark Community College. Maybe she's taught my to Boyfriend Ceramics. I don't know. I should find out. She's been teaching there a long time, and now she's in the middle of uh, restructuring how she teaches because of this moment in time and the fact that things are so weird. She sent me an article that she read in the New York Times. The article's called What I Miss Most is Swimming by Bonnie Choi. It's about being present, essentially, and for her the author. Swimming is the place where she can be present most easily. And now she can't swim. So being present is has been a big part of this. Because we now no longer have a future. You know, we can't look forward to things, vacations and so forth. There's so much uncertainty. And so it's really bringing us back and putting us in the present, which is kind of a weird, stressful present to be in. So it takes a lot from us to stay present. But boy, is it important now more than ever. All right, well, that's the story today. And uh, let's just get right into the call with Lisa.
1: Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm just, I'm okay. I'm just writing down some final notes here. uh, Because I'm like prepping for my next teaching demo. And I'm like, got Clay out, and Chuck has the video camera out, and I'm like writing notes and.
0: And so, do you? Well, um, do you, I'm
1: gonna wash my hands.
0: <laughs> Go uh, ahead. <laughs> um, do you? Uh, how many days a week are you spending creating the Seven. videos? Seven. Every day. Every every day you're making a video. Or are you making?
1: Oh no, not making a video every day necessarily. But like the video process is. Um, I'm just washing clay off my other hand here. It's like I have to figure out what I'm gonna. To, like I have to figure out what my assignments are because they have to all be different from what I've done before so and at the same time I'm figuring out like the processes of how like the school and our lab tech and the firing can like manage all of it so like by the t- I've already been planning like for weeks and um, I'm- a little bit of like my points that I want to make on this video And then, and then he shoots the video and then he spends the next two days editing the video and I'm kind of doing that with him. So it's, it's, it's on, I mean, just to say like I'm working on school stuff, like seven days a week, 12 hours, 12 hours a day. Yeah.
0: And how many classes do you have right now? Two. And, uh are they are they what what uh what classes are they
1: beginning ceramics both
0: both beginning okay yeah and what's your are you finding like uh how are you finding it working for you for the students is it uh
1: yeah it is i mean we're at the end of week two right now so you know uh can't totally say but um, I've had these, like, my Zoom hours with them are kind of optional office hours. And I've had four sessions of that already in the past two weeks. And um, those have been great. Mm. Like, I kind of only broke down crying a little bit in a minute <laughs> of one. of <laughs> Because, you know, it's like their first project. Well, their first week there, it was just a writing assignment and then the second week they've had clay stuff and so this past week in the zoom hours they were like holding and it's just pitch pots you know it's just like like kindergarten ceramics almost you know but it's more than that but not much and they were like holding up their little pieces and they're like look at what I made and then this other girl is like look at what I made and they're like holy and I'm just that's when I lost my shit a little bit (laughs) like okay (laughs) Like, it's actually – work. like, that part of it has been – you know, and they don't all show up. So, I have, like, I think total um, maybe 30 – not 35 quite, but maybe 33 students or something, 34. And for each of the sessions, maybe six or seven have only showed up. But it's been, like, a different six or seven kids. So, um, you know, I guess what's not working is the ones – that I haven't heard anything from. That are just, I don't know. Like, I've had maybe two or something that just haven't turned anything in yet, and aren't responding to my emails at all.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And haven't dropped, right? That's interesting. Right. Um. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, they say some uh, some of them do it just so that they can get the financial aid, and then they just take the financial aid and default on it and it's like a one-time thing and it's illegal and but some of them do that huh. or or not or maybe even if it's not that maybe they're just in such crisis mode that they can't even right even deal to, with right even to,
0: right even they take the step yeah. to, they're just like I, I can't do anything yeah that's possible that's possible um well yeah. I like you know I uh watched I don't know your first four videos or something and uh <laughs> I love them. They're so good, and and awesome. and you're basically inventing you're inventing the process of teaching ceramics online in uh in the classroom setting. And I I love it. You you like so the lab tech like they put together bags of clay mm-hmm. and and but mostly all the tools you're just suggesting people find tools around the house and you're using giving examples of those. Is that what all goes yeah. in the bag that the students get?
1: well so what they get from the school is clay and glaze okay and then some of the other class some of the other instructors have put together like goodie bags of tools and stuff like i think our metal arts teacher had some bags with like pliers and like some other tools or the 3d design teacher put together some goodie bags with like wire and sandpaper and just like very basic stuff Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm.
1: just to make it easier for them but I tried to make the tool gathering of stuff from home almost I saw it as kind of like a treasure hunt you know like okay we don't all have this like wire cutting tool that comes in the you know brand you know beginning pottery toolkit but let's you know what do you like you probably either have at home like your own wire or you have fishing line or you can use dental floss or you can, you know, and like you don't have this, like this morning I'm like, okay, like we don't have rolling pins, but here's me rolling out and I'm using a soda pop can as a rolling pin Mm -hmm. or like here's me using a wine bottle as a rolling pin, you know, like, yeah, and like, let's like make that like part of the creative process also. Yeah, I think I like that
0: because then you're also, for me anyway, because I do have this brick of clay that you helped me purchase. Yeah. And I was looking, and I realized that I don't have the tools that I'd used when I was yeah. years ago working at your studio. And, and and then so it was so helpful to me, and I felt empowered to just know that I can just yeah. do this with what I have at home, and it doesn't need to be, you know. And maybe, you know, your students will then just be able well, to Well, and I'm getting
1: home. stuff, you know, it's, I mean, I'm not, inventing like I got some of that stuff for the tools actually there's a community ceramic studio in Philadelphia called the clay studio and their website is great and they are putting lots of videos up on their website and I kind of stole some of those ideas for them and then just before you like I just got off the phone with one of the other instructors at PCC and you know PCC canceled all of their ceramics classes for spring and for summer and so i talked to her and i also talked to one of the teachers at mount hood community college and i'm like and they're trying to figure out how to do it mm-hmm. and so they're calling me and i'm like i want you guys to do it because then i want you to make more resources so that i can steal from you like i'll let you steal from me right now but then come you know october and september like i'm gonna steal from you because yeah. you're gonna do stuff different than how i am so right.
0: the collective uh can work together and so your classes in the fall which are also now officially at Clark College on the remote also and then are those are those the same classes or different classes that you're teaching well you have to kind of reinvent then no
1: for me they'll be the same so this is just going to get easier and easier
0: right so this is the the time it sounds very very busy um yeah um so you sent me an article which was great and I loved it um do you want to tell me about it and uh why why you sent it my way
1: uh, well chuck chuck gave it to me i think i was having a really bad day and he was just like throwing stuff out there and seeing he's like here have a cookie here you know <laughs> smell this flower like here read this new york times article you know and um i don't know it was it was good wasn't it, it yeah was, yeah. Like and then I thought of you well because then we just saw you like the next day. And then I thought of you also because you guys have that um sauna thing in your house, right? Mhm. And the art, it was all about water. And and I was just thinking like, oh, maybe that's like a connection um that you guys would have with it. Mhm. I don't know. I never thought like water was even a thing, and then like I think in the past maybe five-ish years, like this friend of mine who lives outside Eugene, she kind of had a lake house for a while, and just that feeling of being in the lake water was like so amazing.
0: Oh um, yeah, when you were visiting her and you were in the lake water. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. yeah but
0: and because um, you had mentioned when you when. Um, you had mentioned the article you had mentioned that um, the the being present like being present is a can be a challenge because you're a think ahead planning
1: right type of gal. well I still like I still don't even really know what being present means I thought you could explain that to me Shannon. <laughs> right because you've got that shit all figured out like I don't I still don't get it I still don't get it what that Actually, means yeah, yeah.
0: That's fair because it is sort of, uh, it's a lot harder to uh, create and even recognize than thinking about the future. Because thinking about the future is very obvious when you're doing that. And yeah, living in the present. I think that I, I, I liked the um, the analogy of being in the water to being present and some of the things that she said about um uh suspended yet moving floating yet ever in danger of sinking like well
1: and i picture like swimming and just like you have to take a stroke and take a breath and take a stroke and take a breath and if you stop that you will drown Mm -hmm. and and so that kind of struck me it's like, oh, that's what they're talking about when they say be in the present moment.
0: Right, right. That, and when you're in the water, especially if the um, the ground is very far below you, um, that you you have no choice. It makes it easy to be in the present in the water versus. Well,
1: it's yeah, it's mandatory.
0: Yeah, it's mandatory. <laughs> you know, or you die. <laughs> the water decrees it. <laughs> yeah, you shall be in the present. I. Uh,
1: that was the first time when I read that, that I thought I understood what mm-hmm. people were talking about when they say that. Um, yeah, I, mean, I don't know how that translates to like actual day-to-day life.
0: Well, it's sort of, I, 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 yeah, I think that one of the things that helps me when I find myself, um, like often if it's uh, thinking about or worrying about the future, a couple things that have recently been helpful to me. One is that um, when it's worrying, if it's yeah. if I'm worrying about something that actually I can't do anything about in the present, then probably I don't need to be worrying about that. If I'm worrying about something that I can do something about in the present, then then that might be something I want to pay attention to. And so that's helped um, because I, I, I have I'm a recovering uh, worrier where I can, like, I can map out all these different paths and all the different ways things could go. And then I try to perfect my choices, you know, to make sure that the path that I want happens. And it doesn't, you know, and, and it works mostly just because of luck, not because I actually, the thinking about all those pathways actually help, you know, it's that helpful. Um, so that part has helped me, you know, when I when I find that worrying comes up, I I, I kind of check it with, uh, is that a now thing or is that a future thing? And, and then I also think about the fact that... Um, I don't actually know who I'm going to be in this future that I'm thinking about. And so I don't have any idea what I'm going to want, what I'm going to dislike. You know, I really don't know who I'm going to be. I only know who I am right now. And that also helps me to stay in the present because the future doesn't exist yet. It's like, there's no future at this point And all I have is now. And so that helps too. Mm. But it also is, it's a, it's a, you know, there, there's, she talks about flow, um, the, uh, what did she say, uh, once in motion, oh, uh, uh, in motion and yet paradoxical stillness, that is flow. What does she, oh, she says, uh, um, swim with the current instead of fighting against it. We find a momentary state, um, one of motion and yet paradoxical stillness, that is flow. And so that's like the flow. Um, which is also sort of hard to describe. It's very, but it's very tied to being in the present. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're so you're an artist. what is there uh, is there like mm-hmm. when you're creating something, are there m- moments when you feel flow?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. yeah, I mean, it helps. Probably more like if I'm doing drawing or painting instead of ceramics, Mm. uh, because that's just a more immediate, looser kind of a thing. Um, And like playing loud music that I really like uh, while I'm doing it helps. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I mean, it certainly would be extremely challenging to give myself permission to do that right now uh, because I'm so fucking stressed out uh-huh. um, so I hear what you're saying I mean I think I I admire your being okay with not knowing who you're gonna be in the future necessarily and like that ability to like not reinvent yourself but to just like be open to Um, many different possibilities like it seems I don't know that kind of evolution of change of self sense like I don't yeah that's that strikes me I don't know I read something else about um, just sort of like listening to your um, listening to your anxiety or listening to your fears and acknowledging them and maybe um, thanking your feelings, you know, like saying thank you fear, thank you anxiety, like naming it and being grateful for it because it's keeping you safe in a way. It's like sort of plugging into your like instinctual like, oh, I'm afraid I should like I have like adrenaline that's coursing through me right now or something to like, you know, that that's our reaction to to situations like a an anxiety type reaction is is what's kept us alive as a species you know and sort of acknowledging that and thanking it but not letting it um rule your your outlook just sort of like calling it out and then that sort of lets you take a step back from it and move on yeah, I don't know what that yeah. has to do well, with living in the moment. But well, yeah,
0: I mean, the, it's the fear that I think pulls us out of the moment so much because, um, and and obviously, so there the fear, there's fear in the moment that is, you know, uh, what you're talking about, you know, how we how we survived, um, yeah, in the wild, and that fear is less helpful now, and um, I think it, for me, anyway, I, I've had to work really hard to try to separate. You know, what is like f- real fear and what is just manufactured fear that I'm like letting myself run away with. And right. that the ego is like, hey, don't do that. Stay small. Let's just be friends over here in the corner. Um, when really, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you want to want to push past the fear. But the, the idea of like acknowledging emotions, you know, I think like uh, one of the when I did in, I think it was one of the meditation apps headspace i think and they mm. do videos with them this was years ago and i i often think of the video of they it was like an animation of a river and you were just watch. you know the idea was that the mm. thoughts that come into your head you know you're not you don't just like get out of my head i'm supposed to be empty you just are like oh there you go cool fear cruise on down the river i'm gonna stay here you keep going down with the current and mm. uh and, and instead of, because if we just like, I'm not, if you if you, you know, you, the fear comes and you're like, I'm not afraid, I don't want to be afraid, then then it'll just grow. It'll just grow instead of moving on down the river. Um, I try
1: to picture that, like, what's that saying by, um, what's her name? Pima children mm-hmm. And she says that um, you are the sky and everything else passes by are just clouds. Mm-hmm. They're just clouds passing by and and you're the sky and then everything else just kind of drifts by.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, I like that. Um, that is also a, a good way to feel the present, I think, if you're, if you're, if the clouds are passing by and yeah. you're, you're just, and that's, you know, like you're, and even flow, you know, I feel like yeah. in flow, like you're creating the world around you and things are passing by. I don't know if that's a great description. It's very hard to, hard to describe. Um, Mm. well, uh, Mm. I think that here's, here's one thing that's possible is that, um, because you're so stressed now is exactly the right time to blast music and paint possibly, (laughs) (laughs) and that you should just give yourself that permission a hundred percent and, uh, Mm. and,
1: uh, plan it. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Huh. Oh, I wanted to tell you one other thing. This is totally not related, so you can cut this out or whatever, but Ariana just made a proposal over breakfast this morning. Um, she's like, Hey you guys, what if um I can't go to the dorms at Western in the fall and instead I just move in her cousin is a junior down at U of O in Eugene. And has her own apartment and I guess her roommates have moved out and she's like how about I just go live with my cousin down in Eugene and take online classes instead
0: Aha! Uh-huh.
1: I'm like oh that's actually a really good idea That
0: is a really Maybe. good then she'll get the experience of yeah. college some version of it and and uh, and she would just start at what at a uh, Western well or I she, mean
1: she could I don't know what that would be like or at PCC or, I, I mean, she said I could, t- if I'm just taking online classes, I could take them through Portland State or PCC or Western and yeah. if I'm just doing online classes, then, you know, I can go live with my cousin in Eugene and and I was like, oh. I love it. It's actually a really good idea. I, I kind of do too. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just sort of kind of sending me reeling today with possibilities. Yeah, but I don't right,
0: know. right. Just when you thought, you know, you were just getting ready for the just the change that was going to be her going to college. And now in all this, it's a. Well, and then I was getting ready care. for just
1: the change that was going to be her not going to college and just living at home and taking classes online. Yeah. And what would that be like? And now here's like this third um, thing that's kind of different from either of those first two. So I don't know.
0: She's ready, right? she's ready to not be at home and uh i was very ready to not be at home at that point too Mm. ready to move on Mm.
1: Mm. yeah he's in the moment (laughs) (laughs) um well uh yeah how are you guys doing how's it going over there
0: um it's going pretty well it's going pretty well we're uh Zane's uh-huh. doing his. Uh, he's got an online debate today, so he's happy. He's getting to do a debate tournament online oh, nice. for the first time, and he he really oh, a lot of his debate tournaments got canceled, and so he's happy. Yeah, he's into it, and uh, yeah, and Hadley. And Hadley is. Uh, well, she's she's doing. I mean, she's doing really well, actually. I'm thinking for for. for A person who really thrives on interaction with her many, many friends from all the schools she's ever been to. Um, She's doing really well. And she's, you know, obviously has already connected with friends online, you know, all this time prior to the prior to the thing. Um, Is she
1: she seeing anyone like any kind of really distant, but like seeing like going over to people's front yards or driveways or anything like that?
0: No, we haven't done that at all. But Zane actually asked, he, he wanted to have his friend lane over. And so we said, that's fine. We'll set you guys up with a, a place you can sit at a distance. And um, so, yeah, they haven't done that yet, but um, it's starting to, the desire is starting to, to happen.
1: Yeah. Ari talked about a friend of hers had their birthday last week and this is when she was at her mom's house and that she hung out on the friend's front yard and all of the, the, her friends um, other friends and extended family in portland all drove down the street and like cheered and honked their horns and for this kid's 18th birthday and i don't know that sounded it was like a little parade going down the street in everyone's cars
0: yeah they have have talked about all kinds of like you know for the for the 8th grade you know graduation something about teachers standing outside and people driving by the school yeah um yeah there was a birth some one of hadley's friends was is having a birthday party and she was wanted they were all going to go to a park and six, six, feet, six sit six feet apart but i have to say i'm quite dubious that that would actually you know like one-on-one i could see but when you got a group i just yeah feel like i think that-
1: one-on-one you know or maybe even like three in a group but only if there was like a parent who was you know being as careful as as we are being yeah who was gonna I wouldn't just leave them in a park and go away
0: yeah yeah and we were even saying to the kids like your friends can come here you know just you will you can see them yeah. but we'd like them to be here which we like that anyway generally we prefer to have the yeah have the kids here um yeah so you're making a video next
1: today right uh well i don't know that we're actually well chuck is working on that we're also doing a a art department promotional video which is different Mm. than my teaching videos because we're so concerned about enrollment so i'm getting all the faculty and some students also to contribute to this and he is um editing that all down into a promo video that Clark said they would put up on the Clark college website and we can kind of shop out to a bunch of different venues and like our, our Clark communications and marketing people are going to use it somehow. So we're working on that too. Oh. Lots of, no shortage of video projects.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Chuck's, uh, yeah. Chuck's got the skills. Yeah. That's great.
1: Yeah. So good.
0: Well, thank you for uh, yeah. talking today and sharing the article and uh bike by again soon please yeah oh and i want to i want to come i want to come see your um sculpture garden the gallery yeah Yeah. the the gallery the uh yeah
1: yeah i think i'm gonna have some it's part of a larger portland front yard gallery project um that i kind of got hooked up with so it's not it's part of a bigger thing and i think he said it was going to be launched like the middle of next week. So I'll be sending out, I don't know if there's going to be like a map or something around town or if it's just North Portland or I don't know, but it's part of a bigger thing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Okay, honey. Okay. Talk soon. Okay. Great. Okay. Bye. 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 Well,
0: I really hope Lisa decides to paint and blast music because now it's more important than ever to Do those things that help you reduce stress and allow you to relax your mind and your body. Blasting music, dancing, painting, running, walking. I don't know. What's your thing? What's your thing? Do it. Well, that concludes almost our third episode. We're going to end this one again with... The Things Are Weird podcasts, patron saint of comedy. Please put your hands together for Emmy Galaxy. So there's an, there's an epidemic in our society, people. Some of you may have been affected by it, and you don't even know it. It's two words. No problem. So say you buy a cup of coffee from somebody, you make your order, you give them your money, they give you change, you say thank you, they say, No problem. No shit, it's not a problem, it's your job. I know it's not a problem. Now say I bought that cup of coffee and I was walking out the door, And I dropped my wallet behind me and I didn't notice it, and I kept on going. And just as the barista happened to notice my wallet, some thief came through and picked it up and ran out the door. So the barista jumps over the counter, chases the thief down the street for blocks and blocks, finally catches up, tackles over the ground, wrestles my wallet from him, runs back to the coffee shop, says to her boss, I just need one hour unpaid work so I can deliver this wallet to the owner. Can I please have that? Sure, fine. So the barista goes down the street, checks my address and my ID, comes to my house, brings me my wallet. I don't even know I've lost my wallet at that point. Since <laughs> you dropped your wallet. I wanted to get it to you. And I say, thank you. And the barista says, you're welcome. Yes. No, she says, no problem. above and beyond. Not if it's just your job. That's the point. You're (laughs) no problem. My point is, people, it's serious. It's not funny. My point is, no problem.